This is Without Compromise, a show that explores what happens when you won't settle for anything less than your crazy ideas. We'll talk to athletes, founders, adventurers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds about living without compromise. I'm your host, Mason Gravely. Welcome to the show. We're programmed for survival, so our instinct is to give up on these situations, to move away from them. I thought if I didn't sign up for that race, that I was just going to disappear. It doesn't have to be these big, huge things that everyone thinks you need to do to make a difference. Hey folks, how's it going? I know we just released an episode like two days ago. It was an update, and I encourage you to listen to that maybe before before listening to this episode, just because kind of a lot of the things Julie and I talk about have to do with uh, what happened a few weeks ago. If you don't know, um, you know I got hit by a truck, but it was, uh, it, it was just barely hit, but it could have been a lot worse, um, but I was fine, totally fine, but this truck, it was a hit and run. And uh, yeah, it was just not great, but we had to totally revamp the trip since then. And what we've been doing is staying off the more dangerous roads and onto bike paths, bike trails, and honestly, where people are using uh, being more healthy anyway. So for the brand for Athletic, it's been an awesome transition because we've been able to physically hand out beers to people who are using these trails, using these trailheads, and we have also been able to go pick up trash at these trails. So it's been just a win, 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 win overall. And uh, you know, when I announced it to all the riders, we said Bill actually sent out an email to everybody saying, "Hey, we're we're, we're changing this." So sorry to do this last minute, but Julie was one of the next riders when it came to um, having to make all these changes. And she just totally ran with it, totally said, you know what, 2020 is the year of change, so let's keep going. So she she was able to take her segment of this coast-to-coast bike trip that we're doing uh, that was in Colorado, and we did it more locally to her home, and she was raising money for some trail systems in her home state for Wyoming Pathways, and she's raised over $1,000 so far. So if you'd like to donate to it, uh, a link is in the show notes. And uh, Athletic Brewing is going to be matching everything she raises. So please get that number up as high as it can go. And we would love to match it through our Two for the Trails program. Um, Because if you don't know, we donate 2% of all our sales to park and trail cleanup maintenance. And uh, yeah, it's a a really great program. But anyway, uh, this is the interview with Julie Engler, who just finished her segment of the ride that was through Wyoming, uh, parts of Colorado. And uh, we, we also had wildfires. It was just crazy. But anyway, here's her episode. And again, listen to the episode from a few days ago before listening to this one. But anyway, coming at you from a hotel in Colorado, we are making it. We are about a week and a half out from hitting San Diego. So exciting. And this intro has been long enough. So here is Julie. All right, folks, welcome to Without Compromise. Today, we're coming at you from uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming with... Uh, Julie Engler. It's Engler, right? I don't think I've ever said your last name out loud. Okay, cool. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's awesome to be here. Yeah. And so you're you're doing the the coast to coast ride and uh, you know, we announced that there were some changes to it due to some some people being mean. And also the smoke, lots of wildfire smoke. So so how's the last two days been? I mean if you can sum it up. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely been a challenge to figure out where to go. Um, you know, Wyoming's it's got a lot of open spaces, but not a lot of open spaces with bike paths. Um, and then dodging the smoke is a, an added challenge. So, but I think we've done pretty good. 
Yeah, we have. We, we've been able, or you have, honestly, you and your boyfriend, uh, Josh, have been able to really crank out some awesome miles in some beautiful places. But, uh, you know, for folks that don't know, you're an ambassador for us. And if you don't mind, I'd love to go kind of all the way back. Cheyenne is not your original home. Where, where are you originally from? Actually, I know that because <laughs> I have... Oh, this there's the bottle. bottle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is crazy. I'm from Freeport, Illinois, which is a small town in uh, northwest Illinois. It's about 25,000 people. And I was blown away when Mason found this bottle that he posted about on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, there is no way. And there it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. crazy. Just picking up trash and there was this bottle, this super old bottle just sticking out of the dirt. Posted a picture of it and Julie's like, that's my hometown. <laughs> I'm like, there is no way. It is so, it is a small town, like you said. That is, it was meant to be, it was meant to be for you to be out here. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt. I was like, man, this, this, they're coming my way. And uh, this is a sign that I was supposed to be on this journey. So, oh, man. so, so how, how did you end up in Cheyenne from, uh, from Illinois? Uh, well, I was living, I moved from Northern Illinois to Southern Illinois, where I went down to Southern Illinois University in Carbondale for school. Okay. And I graduated there and actually moved back up home for a little bit. And I got a job back in Carbondale, which was, which was cool. I love the area. So I was having a fun time down there. But then I got uh, just kind of wanted to change a pace. I was in journalism and it's kind of hard to find a journalism job. You kind of have to go to the smaller towns because the bigger newspapers are, are struggling financially. Mm. So I was kind of looking at little, little places in, you know, all around and I saw Cheyenne and I like Fort Collins and it was close. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to apply. And I got an interview. I came out and got the job and then I moved out and like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> Had you ever been to Cheyenne before? Never been to Cheyenne before. Oh my gosh. And you just, I love it. And that's, that's kind of what it takes to be out here doing this, you know? It does. You, you know, it was an adventure. And well, so. you know, when we when we started putting this trip together, it was like very obvious that you'd had experience in the Rockies and lived so close. So it was like, Julie's got to come do that part. And so I was so happy to have you join. So so what made you want to join this crazy coast to coast adventure? What, what, you know what I mean? Was, was there hesitation? What, what was the thought process for you? There definitely was because I didn't know if I could actually do any of the parts that were, you know, not claimed yet. Mm -hmm. I think there were like the Nebraska one, this, the one that I picked and then like another one that was, I think, I don't even know. I think there might've only been two actually. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that much climbing, but, um, so I kind of sat on it for a few days and I was like, Gosh, if I like say I'm going to do it and then I can't do it, how bad would that be? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I said yes. And we talked about it. And then I just like started training like oh my gosh. hardcore. Like I really like like four or five days a week. And it was um, it was a lot of training. <laughs> I'm kind of sick Jeez. of my bike right now. But I like feel like I would have crushed it, you know. I know. But, and it's. So unfortunate that we had to change it. But e but even if we hadn't changed it for the first reason, which was the accident, I mean, the spoke here is so bad. Yeah. So that's, I mean, there's been so many, so many hurdles in this adventure from Mother Nature, honestly, from Mother Nature mostly, of just from wind to storms to hurricanes and tornadoes to now, the whole West is just honestly on fire in the last few weeks. And so... That's a huge bummer, but 
like you'd said, it's kind of the, the year for it to happen. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? And, and it's, you know, we even didn't have any plans up until like 24 hours before we were riding. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been a challenge, but you know what? I think we've done, <laughs> we've done a really good job with what we have. We, the smoke changes on a hourly basis yep. and that's really the best you can do. Yeah. Are you the type of person that typically operates like this or, or are you a planner? I like to have things scheduled. <laughs> yeah. So this year has been rough, um, just in general, but I kind of have it in the back of my mind. Like I'm just saying like, okay, well this is what's planned, but that's probably going to change. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's been hard for folks like you in your position, huh? It has. This year's been, uh, a test for sure, but what do you think you've learned in 2020 so so far? I mean, it's not over yet, so <laughs> it really isn't. Oh man, yeah, I I really learned a lot about myself and like the people close to me. Like it's really been um, you know, you kind of I, what's the phrase when you see like like challenge or adversity brings out you know true character, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely true. Like there's some people who are just drove me nuts but then there's you know you're you've got your friends who are there with you trying to make it work you know we've had a few a few birthday parties trying to like celebrate Mm -hmm. but then we're all social distanced and you know just trying to like make the best of the situation but still keep in touch and you know everyone's just it's so cool to see everyone support you Mm -hmm. like everyone has their own little thing that they're doing. I have a friend who was training for his first marathon that got canceled and he crushed it. Like, wow. He went and ran it by himself. No way. Yeah. Like, Oh wow. You know, and just it's one story after another like that. And how can you not be inspired by stuff like that? Just to, you know, have the whole world just say no. And then you just say yes. (laughs) Wow. No, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. The, The whole world. Yeah. Saying no. And you know, you, you don't need this huge event planned out and scheduled to say, I, I'm going to join this marathon on this day. You really can just do it for yourself. And, and I mean, there's 26 miles of road pretty much anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah. So you can go do that. Yep. That's a that, that's a good reflection. Jeez. And so speaking of impact and speaking of making a difference, uh, you decided to do your segment of this ride for a trail organization. Can Can you talk about that? Like who it is and and why you decided to do that? Yeah, I picked uh, Wyoming Pathways. They do a lot of the trails throughout Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of their big projects is um, one that goes through the Tetons. So they do a lot of like really good work for the state. And one of the cool projects that they just launched is they acquired a a bunch of land um, east of Laramie. And so this new trail project is going to connect the Happy Jack area kind of with the city of Laramie and then kind of throughout um, this whole like little corner of Wyoming. And we're all just really excited about what it's going to be. And so, yeah, I picked that because they were struggling. Coronavirus really did kind Mm. of hurt that project. And I thought, what better way to keep it going than to, you know, put some effort into um, you know, telling people about it, trying to get some more funding for it. And so far we've got 1000 bucks, which is amazing, way more than I ever thought. And uh, hopefully if we can get some more before the ride's over and I'm super excited about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So 
have we ridden any of their paths on, on this ride or no? No, it's very, um, I mean, you can hike and um, mountain bike, but yeah. it's not really kind of like something you'd want to take a cross bike on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you'd probably have a hard time, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you could if you were really skilled, but I am definitely not. So. You're not. <laughs> Well, you can ride really far. We've uh, we've learned that in the last two days. Yeah, I can but, go straight in one okay. direction. <laughs> and then turn around and come exactly, back. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, that's really incredible. So, you know, we, we there were so many things with this trip that were like, let's try this. What if we do this? And so it was um, two for the trails is our program with, with the brewery. And we just wanted to kind of extend that. But originally we thought it was a weird connection because the trip was all on road which is, you know, technically not a trail. And so when it jumped to more gravel-based, uh, it was really cool that you had already had this in place. And, yeah, like you said, almost, like, pretty quickly raised a $1,000. Yeah. Which is, you know, for trail building, goes a long way. That's really exciting. So were you kind of surprised by the support? Yeah, I honestly was, like, really overwhelmed by it. I um I'm still kind of overwhelmed by it. I don't know. I don't really know what to say. It's a, it's awesome. It's so cool to see people supporting, you know, these areas because it is ours. You know, it's it's our state. It's our land. It's our country. And you know, these allow us to get out there and enjoy it because some you know you can't go everywhere. <laughs> the wilderness is a little is a little rugged out here. So having mm. a nice trail to go through it just makes it so much better. It it is your way to experience it. Without that, you really can't, safely, most people can't get out there. Yeah. <laughs> so it does make it more accessible for more people. That is incredible. And so, yeah, well, I know we're all proud at Athletic Brewing for you just taking that on yourself, connecting with, you know, news outlets out here and getting getting the word, you know, out there and spreading the message and helping make the outdoors more accessible. Um, we've, we've learned how important that is just on this trip, just because so many things get in your way there just ends up not being that many options out there where there should be so yeah so 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 we mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show what, what have you what's the last two days been like have, have you been satisfied with the miles with uh you did a really crazy uh adventure yesterday talk about that <laughs> yeah we did so we decided to do 100 miles on the cheyenne greenway which is you know it's a it's a pedestrian path so it's not like specifically for bikes or anything um but we were actually surprised with with how extensive it was throughout Cheyenne there were a lot of places i have never been to before in my own town which was kind of crazy but um it was five laps this route that we picked out and um you know it was a little slow we had to dodge people and kids and some traffic cuz there's not a perfect loop connection um, but I think that was the first time anyone's ever done a hundred miles on the Greenway. So it was, a it was, it was a record setter, I guess. Yeah. Rec- <laughs> what, what did you get? What was the, the, the award level that you got on Strava? Oh yeah. The local legend. I got, I think I got like two local legends, two queen of the mountains. Uh, I think that was it. But, yeah, that was like, it. Wow. Huh? That's it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It was really funny. And yeah, 2000, we did not know that we were climbing 2,200 feet. And we were just like, whoa, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, in the town of Cheyenne, climbing climbing mountains over here. <laughs> first ever, first ever Cheyenne Greenway. Cheyenne Greenway Century, Century 2020. <laughs> it's going to have to be an annual thing. I was talking, to, we were talking about that, making it like a, 
and just a fun thing to do with friends every year. We'll see. We'll see if it catches on. <laughs> That's too cool. <laughs> so, so what about today? What was today like? What did we do? Today we went out to the Medicine Bow Rail Trail. Um, it's out in the Medicine Bow Mountains, east, west, west of Laramie. Mm-hmm. I guess west, south, a little south too. Um, and it's a rail trail that was it's it's pretty new. And we'd been talking about going out there for a while, but it's uh, 20 miles from end to end and really cool. You just so many animals and we saw so many um, moose and deer and little squirrels and (laughs) it was was really cool. Very, very wild area. We didn't have service out there. Yeah, we did not. And not going to lie, it was pretty awesome. Just to not to not have an excuse that to have that like a real excuse like hey, I'm just gonna go ride with y'all or we're gonna go for a hike like Nick and I Nick went into the woods and read a book I went on a little walk, and it was like yeah we we can't do anything else because we're here to be with y'all and support y'all and we don't have service so thanks for taking us out there <laughs> yeah no that was nice it was like eight hours of not getting a notification that I got a work email you know yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. Gosh, we need that every once in a while. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't, you know, too remote. So you mm-hmm. didn't feel like worried about it. it yep. That's a you good know? way to put so it. So it's, and there's, you know, I I kind of, I'm not really an outdoorsy adventure person. So that kind of stuff scares me. Just being in a place where there's nothing, you know, yeah. it's kind of, you know, I'm not used to that. People who grew up here are probably more used to it than I am, but... I think that still gets me. Like even being here for like nine years, it's still like you can drive 30 miles and there's absolutely nothing but like cows. Like that's it. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it's so kind of does terrifying. Does that freak you out? It does. Yeah, yeah, it totally freaks me out. Oh man, that's interesting. What, what about it? Just, just if something happens, there's nothing. Yeah. Oh. You're just like, what would I do if I got a flat tire? You know, or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so did, where you grew up was not like that then? No, you'd get a town like every 10, 15 miles. Okay. Like the country was the country, but it was, you know, lots of farmhouses and, uh, you know, rolling hills and cornfields and just lots of little towns like here and there. You'd drive five five miles this way and there was a town. You'd drive five miles that way and there was a town, you know. Like it's, yeah. it's definitely not like here where I think there's like – 100 200 miles between towns sometimes or or there's a town and it's like one house (laughs) (laughs) or a a closed gas station or something yeah Yeah. it's crazy way different but but also that's the you know the appeal that's the wyoming appeal is that there's space for you you know wyoming is yeah the least populated state and it's huge (laughs) so there's a lot of space it was not a state that was originally on the plan to to hit, you know, on this trip. And it, honestly, we've hit like four or five states that weren't planned just because that's where there are long trails. And I'm not going to lie, I've really been happy with these detours. Medicine Bow, I've never been there. Actually, I've been there once, but not much, just like right over the Colorado border. But seeing it today from that trail was just incredible. So, Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous out yeah, there. Thanks for taking us out there. Absolutely. <laughs> So so tomorrow we're finishing up, and what what are we doing tomorrow? What was the plan? We were hoping to go to Fort Collins, but you know, like I said, the smoke and pollution and all that stuff changes daily. Um, it's a little scary to think about riding when you know it's hard to breathe. So 
we're just kind of trying to we're hoping to go there but you know if we have to change it again I guess we'll we'll know tomorrow morning so um you know just hope for the best and <laughs> be ready to to go somewhere else if we have to I think you know if, if we have to ride around the greenway again we're gonna do it so all right hey I love the dedication <laughs> we're doing is it is that not <laughs> that, that you have this like this is just so not your your mo is it most of the time no no absolutely <laughs> I not can, like, but see it in your it's i don't know it's at some point you're just like it's just kind of fun that mm. it's just just like so off off point that you're just like whatever yeah. <laughs> let's just let's do it we're doing it you know what i mean like you just got to make the best of it it absolutely you could be in a much much worse situation and so just being here, riding, sharing athletic with the Cheyenne community is like way more than I could have ever hoped for even, you know, like you guys weren't even supposed to come here, but it's so cool to, to have you here. So, you know, if, if we end up staying here another day, you know, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, so for folks that don't know when, when Julie's out riding, we're at the van passing out beers to people and we've been just doing some trail just pick up trash and stuff. And there isn't much, honestly, it's a pretty clean town. Um, but we'll pass out beers and just connect with people as we go and, and just, you know, get folks interested in what we're doing and for two for the trails and, um, we're parking at all these trailheads. So it's been a great like adjustment and a great, you know, detour from, uh, what we originally had planned and it's all for the better. And that's, that's really what I've learned on this trip is you got to rolling with the punches just, honestly usually ends up leading to a cooler cooler place anyway it's not not easy pill to swallow all the time just roll with it (laughs) you're gonna come out of this whole year a new total new person aren't you I really feel I already do feel like a new person like you know just the amount of dedicated training that I'd done like I would have never imagined like I started and I didn't specifically start training for this but I started my training plan in December okay so I've been like pushing since since then I've hit roadblocks with that and had to like almost kind of totally restart like you know illness injury like it is it's it's just how life goes and you start to realize that that it's it's never gonna be perfect like you can make all these plans and then they're just gonna like get totally messed up and you're gonna have to do something different anyway so it's like it's like okay you know and I think I think having gone through that pretty much all year that's you know now it's like you know what happens tomorrow? Who knows? But something's going to happen, and it's going to be fun. So <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. So how do you, how do you think you're going to make plans differently moving forward? Because you know we're still trying to make a plan. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do anything different. Honestly, I think I'm just going to keep <laughs> trying to trying to make plans, and you know, hope just for the with best. that asterisk of <laughs> yeah. like, hey, this could all just totally fall apart, and that's okay. Pretty much, yeah. I think a lot of people are learning that this year. And a lot of the riders on this trip, I'm not throwing anybody on the bus, under the bus for anyone <laughs> listening, but a lot of them have admitted that they're a lot like super type A, really like things planned out. And then I would have never known it on the trip because they were so ready to just do whatever. And it was like really cool to hear from their family when we got in like, oh, they've been a totally different person on this trip because they're usually like, da, 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 but now they're just kind of rolling with it. I'm like, I would have never known. It's really cool to see. I wonder what, you know, why it's bringing this out in people. 
I think probably just because we're just so excited to do something after all. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, okay, well, we didn't do what we were planning, but at least we're still doing something, right? Like, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just bike up and down this road five times. (laughs) I'm happy with that. (laughs) That's awesome. So so what, anything planned for you moving forward after this adventure and anything you have on your horizon that you're looking forward to? Really looking forward to like taking a break from, from riding for a little bit, just because it's been very like mentally and physically taxing. I mean, it's been really good. I've made a lot of like strength gains and like just improved my skills and all that stuff. So it's been really awesome to see the changes, but at the same time, I think I just need a a little rest. <laughs> so okay. probably take like a, a month or so off. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, I can start training for something next year again in like December-ish. Mm-hmm. So what do you have any other things, hobbies you like to do besides biking? I am a big gamer. So All I right. play computer games a lot. Okay. Um, usually that's if I'm not like at the gym or riding my bike. I'm down in the basement playing computer games. So um, that's another big hobby of mine. And I just like, I like being outside. So like gardening, walking the dogs, stuff like that. Anything I can really do outside. You like to cook too. I do love to cook. You you cooked us a meal the first night we got into town, which was not going to lie. One of the, my favorite memories from the trip so far was just going and having a meal at someone's house. It had been so long since that had happened. It was really nice. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm like, man, you guys have been on the road for like six weeks. Like, <laughs> would you like a home-cooked meal? Oh, <laughs> like, my gosh. That was so nice of you. So thank you. Absolutely. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, big plans moving forward is just taking a break, maybe looking at December, more biking. Sorry to make you bike so much. Get ready for this. <laughs> I love it. It's okay. No, it's I. I teach a sprint at the gym too. It's a hit oh, cycling I class. I didn't know you so, taught that. Yeah, so I still will be doing that. Still riding, but um, yeah, just the like the intense training and that like really scheduled thing is it's it's different. I've never done anything like that before in my life. So yeah. just having that every single day, you know, week, every single day, every month, like to, to think about and, yeah. you know, like to plan for it was, yeah. yeah, so. Well, I'm really proud of you and I'm glad that you were able to put it to use, not in the same way, but, you know, like you said, the opportunities that have arisen from this change, I think are going to just be just as good, if not better in the long run. And if, things stuck to plan all the time so yeah you know maybe we'll have to go do that route at some point i i really do want to or at least something similar you know like i definitely want to try it but i mean the gains are still (laughs) the gains are still real like i definitely put in the work and made a lot of improvements and like i wouldn't trade that for anything so oh awesome to hear well i appreciate you jumping on when we asked and and just being so committed to it that's that's what we look for um, here at Athletic. That's what it takes, you know, to do just about everything we do from brewing the beer to doing adventures like this. But um, usually at the end of all these episodes, we ask uh, some rapid fire questions. Oh, all right. Yeah, actually, you can answer in like a sentence or two. It doesn't have to be one word, but I'll try to remember the top ones I usually ask because I usually have them up in front of me Oh. because <laughs> I'm at home recording and got yeah. all my screens. But 
First one I usually ask is, what is your favorite peak or success? Maybe from from an athletic point of view or, or personal point of view, and it can be, I know that's really vague, but it can be in like in the last last year maybe. I think getting certified and doing the training and becoming a, the sprint instructor, mm. that was something I'd sat on for like two years. And I was like, I don't know if I, oh, this is too long, isn't it? Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just made the rules up. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> we can change them back like that. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was something I had been, you know, sitting on and wanting to do for like two years. And I was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> and I signed up and I did it. And I, you have to do this like video to, you know, become a train, be, become certified. Mm-hmm. They have to like watch you teach. And like even just teaching was out of my comfort zone. Oh, so I was wow. like, all right, you know, but yeah. I passed and now I teach at the gym. And like that was just like the biggest confidence booster I could have, you know, oh, given man. myself. So that was just like, I think that's one of my proudest accomplishments. Do you enjoy it? I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh, I love man. seeing like, people's faces when they are like done you know but then they do it again and like you know it's it's so cool it's so cool to see people push themselves when's your next class uh this saturday this this saturday <laughs> <Yep>. holy cow <laughs> you got a couple days rest <laughs> you gotta it's get right back rough. on it yeah you'll be telling them stories of, of all week what happened <laughs> yeah i'll be a little tired but that's okay that's really cool so i think we touched on this a little bit and in, in, in honestly what you answered was a really cool answer but any any unique hobbies that you have that you don't share a lot with folks i know gaming was one i really like to collect cactus and succulents do you <laughs> yeah, okay that's kind of unique i guess i don't really share it with a lot of people but i do have a little collection at my house and they're really fun they're alive they are alive okay. <laughs> i have this jade tree that's like i got it from my friend's grandpa and it's like over 80 years old or something so it's pretty cool <laughs> oh that is awesome i don't know any anything health wise you do like on a daily basis anything you do to take care of yourself i really do just try to eat a lot of healthy food and then sleep like i'm a big sleep person i don't know how people don't sleep <laughs> you know that's got to be rough for some people but like i'm just like i'll go to bed at eight on a friday i don't care i'm tired wow. you know like hey that's you gotta that's do what you awesome. gotta do. Yeah. Well, then that's a huge health tip that people overlook is yeah. the recovery of sleep. Shoot, yeah, you can have an athletic. That's another thing about athletic. You know, it doesn't affect yes. your sleep. My sleep has improved so much since I stopped drinking. Oh, so really? That's why I love the beer because, yeah, alcohol just would be like I just always wake up in the middle of the night at like three. If you drink. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And it was I awful. definitely don't get quality sleep. Mm-mm. I usually don't feel well anyway when yeah. I go to sleep after drinking, no matter how much it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just, one or just two beers one. and I just don't feel great. Yeah. And going to sleep, you don't feel great. And it just, it, yeah, you can feel it that next morning big time. All right. So I, as to, to wrap it all up, what, what does it mean to you to live without compromise? You know, I think it just kind of means like what we're doing here is just living each day to its fullest and it's all about the people you're with. It's all about, you know, the fun you're having and, you know, sometimes it is hard work, but that allows you to do more and go farther. So, you know, there's definitely no compromising on any of the fun. There's no compromising on any of the good company that you have, you know. No compromise on good food. You should always, you should always like 
you know, make the the things in your life the best that they can be. So. You, you, uh, we had a conversation about that, about the food today, and I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Why not make food the best it can be Heck every yeah. day? Heck yeah. Awesome. Well, Julie, thanks for joining today or tonight. I know you got to get going to bed soon, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for being on the show and thanks for joining the trip. It's been a pleasure having you. I can't wait to see what the last day brings for us. It's going to be an adventure. That's guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. That was Julie Engler. You can find out more about how she is raising support for the Wyoming Pathways in the show notes. And also be sure to follow us for the last week and a half of the adventure. We're going to be doing Colorado to San Diego. And uh, it's going to be an adventure. That's That for sure is guaranteed. You can do that at Instagram at Athletic Brewing. And we post there all day long. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>